0: Because you want to live in the forefront of your times, in ideals, and in sacrifice, you have elected this. Live from Manworth Boulevard, it's Paul Rage. I see. I see. I'm good.
1: You seem quite sweaty, P. Murray.
0: Oh, we are recording it on one of those ridiculously hot days. Um, my car was a little bit of a princess, though. I got into it, turned on the uh, the car, and the thermometer said it was 50 degrees outside.
1: I got into my car. I've been in air conditioning for most of the day, and in air conditioning, so cold that I went to the toilet. This is too much information. No,
0: no, Till it very slowly. <laughs> and,
1: and as I as I was, this is why am I saying this? Your
0: story, unprompted. I know. Your story, unprompted. But please. Continue to act it out with your right hand. She's actually acting out. Okay, let's say going from state of full dress to cut...
1: I touched my bottom and there were goose pimples on my bottom.
0: Oh, because you were so cold. Because I was so cold. They're underclothes,
1: but I noticed that I had a goose pimply bottom because I was so freezing. So I got into my heated car, and for the first time ever, I usually get into a hot car and I hate it, that feeling I just want to wind the windows down, get the aircon on. But there was something bizarre, like when you put a frozen chicken in the oven and the outside (laughs) crisps, but the inside core is still frozen. I felt like my inside still had goose pumps, But I was bright red everywhere else. It was very weird. And then my iPhone told me it was too hot in the car and it was going to break down.
0: Yeah, by the way, uh, too sensitive is the iPhone these days. Because here's the thing. When you're driving and, you know, if you've got the little holster for it, uh, the sun hits the back of it. Mm -hmm. If you throw it on the passenger seat, the sun hits it. I mean, it's a little bit pressure. It's
1: that annoying friend that is never okay with anything except for perfect 21-degree weather. Yeah, correct. It's too hot. I don't want to work right now shut up suck it up we're all suffering but
0: also you seem like you've been in one of those places that overcompensates you know the the hotter it gets the colder it gets inside for some reason because and I always think that's 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 a thing about ensuring you don't go outside for a smoke break it's a productivity thing
1: I also have issues with the fact that in the larger organizations there is this sense that somehow we cannot create air conditioning that can be anything other than one single temperature throughout the entire 15-storey yeah, yeah, yeah. building. Correct. You know, there's no thermostat that is in the individual room because if you put the thermostat up in here, it goes down in there. Everything's got to be at the same level. Yeah. So you're either, you know, there's either somebody in the in the office that's covered in, you know, the Michelin man-style coat or you, everybody's sweating their balls off but you can't open a window. We need to do something about this.
0: What is the preferred Corbet temperature? If you do set the air con in a hotel room, in the car, what is it?
1: I hate air con because I don't think you can ever get get it off chill you know there's always an air con chill doesn't matter how hot you are Mm. even when i'm stinking hot i want to be cooler but i don't want ice to cool me down it's like when you burn yourself you need to run your your hand under a cool tap Mm. but not put ice on it the ice is too much
0: i love it as cold as it can possibly be oh really yeah like if i'm sitting in the car i will go to you know i think it's 16 degrees is the setting of minimum cold Mm. if it's a room though Give me twenty twenty one.
1: The only problem with the air conditioning is when you get in a car, and I had this with my mother, who wasn't a massive fan of aircon because she thought it used up too much petrol. <laughs> okay. You know, so God lover, God lover, love um, so you know you're driving through town and it's a million degrees, yeah. and you think, you know what, we have all of those warnings about the not leaving the kids in hot cars, but what about the ones who are in the hot cars that are moving? Do Very you know? good point. Yeah, get, yeah, yeah, yeah. With you, the
0: tight ass mum and dad. That's it. You Very get, good point. You get in
1: trouble for leaving him outside the pokies. We all know that's wrong, but what about when we're just driving from A to B and we're all dying of heat exhaustion? You're
0: listening to Paul and Rach. Rach, are you part of the making a murderer thing? Love huge. Wow. Isn't it phenomenal?
1: It's so good. It's
0: uh, it's the big docker that everyone's into. Now, look, we're not going to here we're going to get into spoilers yeah Uh,
1: okay right okay so i know you know here's the thing here's the thing right we can't say spoiler alert because if you flick forward if you use your little 15 second flick forward thing um you know we might still be talking about it and you might flick forward on a bit that is a particular bit you don't want to hear about yeah so i reckon the only way you're going to be able to flick forward is if we do this section in an in an accent right so if yeah. people don't want to hear it and they flick forward and they still hear the accent but it's got to be something that's going to be immediately recognizable so they don't have to listen to a couple of seconds well, i think you
0: in french is very well oh, known i so
1: bad at french now, which
0: one do you want to go with because i'm probably going to do south african
1: are you okay i'll do english can i do english
0: all right well, okay um not- all, right, all right so now we begin the conversation it's <laughs> good i'm sorry I'm, I'm i'm focused on the words not the voice okay okay
1: wh- wait how do i do english again
0: i don't <laughs> No. What,
1: what's the English accent? Is that the English accent? Okay, it, I've, I'm in an English accent. That's now, right? not
0: bad, but now I want to do it!
1: <laughs> Alright, well, I'm doing it as well. Alright, let's do. Oh, now I've done your accent! Oh, oh. No. oh. Okay, so this is going to be regions of England, right? (laughs) It's going to go from wherever we end up going. It might get a bit Welsh at times. It could get Scottish. Okay, here we go. Everybody who doesn't want to hear about Make-A-Murderer, you can keep flicking until you don't hear an English accent anymore.
0: That's actually a very good accent. (laughs) I quite like it. All right, simple. Let's get into this. Do you think that the bloke is guilty?
1: No, I think they put him away, and I think it was completely... There wasn't a a shred of evidence in that entire time where I thought that they could actually conclude that he was guilty and can i also say that those two defense lawyers i have the biggest nerd crush on them aren't they
0: fantastic especially
1: the one that looks like stephen colbert yes
0: there's the one with the dark hair every
1: time he opens his mouth and says something i my little ovaries just pump out eggs (laughs) they just pump them out Uh, pumping out innocent eggs because you know what my dirty 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 Dirty. talk is you know what my dirty talk is Anything that has integrity behind it. So you know, meanwhile, when did I become Russell Brand? I
0: don't when know, but I like it. <laughs>
1: when did I become Russell Brand? So, you know, the passion, the honesty, the 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 integrity, those are my you know, don't give me that, you know, bend over and do this. Give me Ooh. that I wanna see. This your is what element. I believe in. This is what I, I believe, believe in this
0: and then you go, take me duds off. <laughs> take me duds off. But also no, I agree with you. I don't think that the bloke's guilty of that.
1: I love that we're doing this. <laughs> It's like a really bad episode of Open All Hours. Yeah, it's
0: terrible. It's f- terrible. Anyway, uh, no, I, I agree with you. I don't think that he did, he did a murder because, apart from it, it's Michael <laughs> Caine. Because I don't believe, I don't believe that the motivation was very clear for why he would have done it. I don't believe that. I really don't.
1: This is potentially the best thing we've ever done on this <laughs> podcast, from my perspective. I'm with this you. is a lot of fun.
0: By the way, how <laughs> terrible! How terrible is the way they treat that sixteen-year-old boy? Oh
1: my God, poor! He wife. was sixteen years old,
0: <laughs> but he's a sixteen-year-old boy With
1: learning cl- difficulties. Clearly,
0: clearly oh. is, and then the way that lawyer, that first. Lawyer oh, yeah. um, did him over, did the other bloke, remember, forcing him to draw the f- pictures. I
1: know, and then you get the, the prosecution guy who, I swear to God, if I was a juror and you'd stood up, the defence lawyers and that prosecution guy, you wouldn't even have to give me any evidence. I'd already know that the prosecution guy was a douchebag who ended up bloody sending text messages to a domestic violence victim. What a c. <laughs> what?
0: And I hope you didn't beep it. You're listening to Paul and Rach. All right. Well, I think that segment will be back.
1: Oh, I love that. <laughs> we are absolutely going to argue the English top spoiler of- town. <laughs>
0: That's right, let's go to Spoiler Town. <laughs> Hello, everybody, let's spoil the movie. I
1: love that so much. That was so much fun. And welcome back to all of those people who didn't want to get any uh, any spoilers for making a murderer.
0: But seriously, go see it. There are ten episodes Netflix, it's awesome. The fact that it took ten years to make, mwah.
1: I had wrote an article this week and I wanted to get some of your thoughts uh, on things that I hope to never see again in 2015. For
0: Picture Magazine? <laughs> for, for, for Picture
1: Magazine. No, I'm hoping that one day they will approach me to be a regular contributor o to dream stuff
0: my baps want on them <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a great article. I'll pitch it to news.com.au. So this week's article was about the things that I really want to leave behind in 2015. And I want to just run them by you and see if mm. you share my thoughts on this. The Bluetooth headset, even though it is technologically advanced, it looks as dated as a pager to Agreed. me, those Agreed. big ones. The second thing is the people that talk on them when they're on their mobile phone. I understand you don't want brain cancer, but here's the hot tip. Those waves need to get into your telephone. So I'm pretty sure they're ju- you yeah, know, putting the waves. Yeah. Bluetooth is
0: just another way, another thing that will end up getting us in 30 years, and now our kids will turn around and go. You did what?
1: Exactly. So strap a cord to it or don't wear it at all. And then the third thing is that the people that use the Bluetooth headset insist on gesticulating like they're giving a TED talk. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm like, you're in the street. You're right. in the street. You don't yeah. have a clicker to go through your slides. Yeah. Just have a conversation and don't do all the army things. It's Stop
0: al- waiting for applause.
1: Exactly. It's almost like we're so overcome that mm. we've got the freedom to move our arms. Yeah, like, look what I can do with no hands. Exactly. So I think that should go. Excellent. Secondly... People taking photos with iPads. Oh, thank God
0: you say this. I got family members who do this, but still, why?
1: I understand that the elderly like things to be a little bit larger so they can see, but it looks like you're taking a photo with a cafeteria tray. <laughs> it is huge. It's gigantic. Yeah, you know, perfect. it's like say cheese, and then we'll serve some. On well, this and thing. also let's
0: be honest too. Uh, uh, many of the older folk who just for whatever reason they get told by the guy at Dick Smith, oh you don't want an iPad, you want a Zoom Flagan machine, <laughs> yeah. you know, the, whatever the shit the home yeah, brand yeah, one is yeah, yeah. that all <laughs> runs off Android but it takes forever to actually tell them how to set it up I remember a guy I
1: worked with once was really excited about the new television he'd bought from Conica he's like, oh they make cameras, they're a really good brand and then I came over and I saw it said Conca <laughs> <laughs> He'd been completely screwed. All right, number three. Guys who do golf shot practice when they're nowhere near a golf course.
0: See, it's such a shame I'm married because <laughs> mm.
1: You are not Tiger Woods, you're waiting for mm. a bus. This is you know, why are you doing that?
0: <sighs> you know how you're into integrity? Yeah. I'm into just golf.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's the worst. Finally, just a couple more. Nude selfies. We have had enough examples of these going wrong Mm. that it is either best to not do it or, if you must, introduce... A touch of deniability. Just do it from the neck down. Correct. That's it. How
0: hard is this? You do it from the neck down. It's
1: not complex. And finally, guys who insist on putting a dick pic as their profile pic on dating apps, you're not impressive. You're just showing how little you know about women.
0: Correct. But uh, dare I say, Rach, there are a few people in the world who aren't into connection the way that you are. Well, that's true. Let me tell you the tale of a bloke who uh, has just recently become an Uber driver. Oh, God. Uh, He claims he's making almost two grand uh, a week. Oh, that's good. Doing pretty well, but he's pulling at least three routes a week. Truly, three because he said the key is uh, you know Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. You drive, you pick somebody up in the city. Lovely single girl, a little bit pissy, but also a little bit. "Mm, I didn't get picked up. You get full of the chat on the way back, you get back to their house, the house turns around and then they say, do you want to come upstairs? And then bang, he does.
1: Goodness. Three in a week. So this is all of the consensual variety. Oh, yeah. (laughs) There's no
0: Cosby here. Okay. He's not saying, oh, would you like one of my free blue beers (laughs) that I have sitting here? Hit the guys up on the Paul and Rach Facebook page. Rach, we often talk about what happens when you meet celebrities, meet your heroes, all the rest of it, and the huge gulf between the fun, it seems, on TV and radio and the reality can I tell you what happened to me today? Please. Well, how's this? So, um, you know, obviously we're, we're starting to do a f- plenty more celebrity interviews on, uh, on on the show on Sky News. I'm
1: liking this direction. God love you. Thank I you. I like it. Did you give him a cigar? Because this seems to have been something that has become quite a trend with a couple of your guests. Well,
0: I like this here. You know, William Shatner, I know he likes to smoke. Bang. I knew Bob Hawke did. Bang. Yeah. I don't think you know, QT did. But how's this? I didn't even get the chance to actually do it. Because the film company that we were working with, 10.30 Saturday night before I was due to see the film on the Monday and then interview him on the Thursday. Quinton says no.
1: That's all you got?
0: So basically, Quentin says no to you. So it was he didn't want to do a political interview. Well... You know, sat and talked to Gene Simmons, you talk to these people, you don't talk about politics, you just have a yak about anything else in the world.
1: Did they try and let you down gently or did they literally say it was because of you?
0: It was, but yeah, no, no, no. It was, uh, it, Mr Tarantino has made a decision not to proceed with your interview.
1: Oh, they're not even trying to sugarcoat that shit. No,
0: so that's fine. I think somebody else, I think Shelley, our entertainment person, did it at Sky, and that's great. But I've gone, Jesus, this is a bit rough. Because we've been told, and so we're promoting it, we've got it on the air. Oh, you know. you've
1: already gotten to that stage. So what, you've already told, you've sent out the invitations. So,
0: no, no, exactly. I've got, the, I've got the ad on television saying, don't forget next week, Quentin Tarantino, how good's this going to be? So
1: you've told people the dress code, you've yes. already booked the venue, everybody's yes. turning up on I... Monday night for the, for the wedding, and next thing you know, he's left you at the altar.
0: There you go. What a prick. Absolutely. <laughs> Genius prick, apparently, but anyway. Uh, so, but a little back door opened for me to be able to get a little bit of the hateful aid action, which is our mates at Triple M, they just said, look, you know, the grill team's away and they can't do the interview, slash, you know, don't want to. Yeah. But, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but they said, look, do, do you want to go and do the interview with Samuel L Jackson and, uh, and Kurt Russell for us?
1: That's cool I've
0: gone, yeah, okay, cool, right Excellent, I'm back in the Hateful Eight game Yeah I get to see them I get to be part of the cool thing I get to, you know, put out the Look at me yep. Instagram thing That sort of is getting annoying For everyone else watching But still Here's where it gets weird, Rach mm. You would think being dumped By Quentin Tarantino <laughs> yeah. I'm
1: standing at the wedding yeah. Waiting for this dad. Yeah,
0: well, I, you're in the wrong chapel Come next door <laughs> okay. Because I'm about to hang out With Samuel Jackson <laughs> Okay, good Now, as you know The way these things work Is they're heavily controlled By the film company oh, yeah. So you don't take your own microphones and recorders they have all of that set up and basically if you did something stupid said something stupid went too far pissed anyone off they just won't give you the tape yep. and it disappears this almost happened to me mm. because this was the most over-the-top press junket i've ever been to ever so it's at the at, at the park Hyatt in the city in Always. sydney right now it's pretty easy you know what you do you go in you turn left All right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then there's one room where everyone goes in. Bang, you do the chat and piss off. Mm -mm, Not this time. You go down into a little ante room where everyone sits around after you've been vetted the first time.
1: Oh, they have the teas, the selection of teas down there in the teapots and everything. Correct, correct.
0: Mm -hmm. And it's like, now, guys, uh, no personal questions, no personal photographs, no comments about other films, just this. So basically, please just do an ad. (laughs) That's, yeah. Okay, and you're sitting there going, "Sure, I want to put a famous person on TV or radio. I'll do an ad," <laughs> yeah. and everyone agrees, and that's why the interviews are so f- boring, boring because they can pull the tape on you. Yeah. If you controlled the tape, you'd ask them whatever you say.
1: Oh, they got you by the balls. Yeah,
0: correct. Yeah. So we sit down and eventually get through, you know, three anti doors, sixteen people going, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" And then get into this room where oh, I've never seen a setup like it. So you've got Samuel L. Jackson, Kurt Russell. And the two cameras, one shooting us asking the questions and one shooting them answering the questions. But around them, the hangers on Rach this thing were more than I'd ever seen before. I am not taking the piss when I say there were ten people in the room yeah. who were not the two actors. Ten People in the room touching them up, makeup, da 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 da, and they're just gibbering to each other in that fashion of just like interview seven thousand eight hundred twenty five, whatever.
1: Yeah, it takes three hundred people to make them look natural. It has the essence, you know, when you're at the at the club and the security guard says something like it's very exclusive. We can't, nobody can get in. And then you're walking, you're like, there are seven hundred people yeah. in here who hasn't gotten in.
0: But correct, but also the whole you're no personal. What dickhead's going to go and say, can't have a fat <laughs> with here? I mean, yeah. no.
1: just slowly extend the selfie yeah, like, stick. Come
0: on. <laughs> just, just be cool going in anyway. So I, I've walked in and I've gone, yeah, f- this. Yeah, good on you. We've been put through the whole f- I'm going to walk up and shake their hands.
1: Yeah, of course. Why wouldn't you be able
0: to? Well, this was sort of, uh, they both moved back a little in their seat, but I just got up in their face and went, bang, g'day, Samuel. Paul Murray, how are you? G'day, Kurt. Paul Murray, hand in. Oh, hi. Sort of, they were clearly of that sort of wanky entertainment thing where you don't shake hands, you fist bump because there's no germs.
1: Oh, come on now. You know,
0: because apparently they just let in rabies riddled... (laughs) People to do radio and television <laughs> interviews. I mean, seriously. How come
1: offensive on. too! And it's like we have the same germs you have. They need yeah. what they need is a tub of Larry juice on the side. You know, Larry <laughs> <or> Emder always <laughs> talked about the Larry juice outside. Yes. For those of you who aren't aware, Larry Emder had to shake a lot of hands on the prices, Is Right, and he went through
0: a lot of purell. Yeah, and that's fine if they do it, but just the whole idea—the oh, whoa, like, come on! It's yeah. one of the—it's the swankiest uh, joint in town. You're vetted within an inch of your life, and last time I checked, there is some attempt to present yourself well. Anyway, we sit there back and forth. How good's this bit of the movie? How good's that bit of the movie? And then there's a, you know, one of the many flunkies is in the corner and puts up the one-minute finger. They keep talking, they keep talking, they keep talking, and I've gone, you know what, i f*** this. I'm just going to ask the last question. The whole movie basically uh, takes place in, because, you know, Quentin Tarantino's a
1: genius, (laughs) is
0: that uh, it all takes place in a haberdashery. Oh. Like like a haberdashery in the 1800s, in the middle of winter, in the middle of Nowhereville, right? So it's one of those small, confined movies, right? Uh Uh-huh. Now, here's what I said, because I thought, all right, these two guys, they're going to be pretty lefty, so I'm just going to see what their reaction is. Guys, if you had a choice of four years... In a haberdashery in the middle of winter.
1: Sorry, I don't mean to pull you up, but have I got the meaning of the word haberdashery wrong?
0: I thought I had the meaning (laughs) of it wrong until apparently haberdashery just means isn't that that where you buy sheets?
1: Yeah, that's it. (laughs) But it's like
0: some some Western.
1: That's why I'm thinking. I I looked in the ads like it was in a saloon. Yeah, that's
0: it. So exactly, but this oh haberdashery definitely haberdashery. Okay.
1: Okay. All right. So we're not buying sheets in Quentin Tarantino's haberdashery. We're having beers. Okay. Sorry to interrupt. Apparently, you
0: can have whiskey at Spotlight Uh, back in the (laughs) eight.
1: I just didn't want to get to the stage where the podcast's up, you listen to it and go, why'd you let me say bloody haberdashery the (laughs) whole time? It's a saloon. Okay, good, we're on board. Sadly,
0: haberdashery. So I've said, guys, uh, look, uh, one last question. If you had a choice of four years in that haberdashery or four years with Donald Trump as president, what would you do? Oh, man, oh, what? Like off microphone, oh, dude. Anyway, they gave us the tape. And here it is. I've got to ask you, if you had a choice of being stuck in a haberdashery in the middle of winter or four years of Donald Trump as president, which are you going to take? You. Really? <laughs> what is that? What kind of Come question on. is that? Come on, that's I, not I, a movie I, that's question. Not, that's not a movie question. I mean, what the bullshit? Are <laughs> now now you gonna? Hey, no, we gotta be. Who knows, man? Who knows? I mean, who we, 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 we 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 know, knows? We'll, we'll yeah. both end up in, yeah, exactly. in
1: some ridiculous Twitter fight or some <laughs> shit because like, we said some stupid exactly. shit about Donald Trump. And There's Trump no Trump. answer
0: to that. There's yeah. no answer. To I already Trump. have enough. Take that one. That's for you to have. I already have enough. Let's that shit up there on Kimmel I was gonna say. that magic ball shit that they did that whole bit. Now all of a sudden. Done, Samuel Jackson says you'll move to South yeah. Africa and Trump to become I president. Just, uh, yeah. <laughs> that was a piece of a bit. It had nothing to do I didn't even write that shit. No, Jimmy Kimmel did. I, I, yeah, I didn't I, I had nothing to do with it. Yeah, I had nothing no, to do with it. I can't, can't respond fucking say to it. that. Now I'm responsible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're, You're listening to Poland Reich.
1: Did you see this guy, P. Murray? I put it up on our Facebook page. The kid who, when he was 16, got the tattoo of Harry the Hoover over Mm. his knob. Yeah. I mean, honest to God.
0: I mean, look, I I will say this. There is a part of me that admires him. The pain of going through knob tattooing. But by the way, when you start actually getting to that, obviously it's in the flaccid state. But I'm imagining, in the same way with cold, pain would retraction, retraction, retraction.
1: (laughs) It's like when you've taken the long bit off and you're just cleaning the couch. Yes. You know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Paul and Reich
1: Hey, Paulie. Hi. Questions for Paulie. It's been a long time since um, we've done this segment. So,
0: well, this is it. And think of the think of the inbox of problems oh. that the world has simply amassed.
1: I have to say that the podcast has been the poorer for us. Oh, I agree. Agree? All right. Today's questions for Paulie. Question number one. Mould-killing products, right? You spray on mould-killing products. Easy
0: off, bam. You're
1: easy off, bam, that kind of thing. Why is there instruction that you must use it in a ventilated area when the fact that the area is not ventilated is the reason you have the mould that you require the products for. I cannot use your product in a ventilated area, Easy
0: Off Bam. Very true, but I think you're burying the lead here. The simple question is, why are you able to buy such poisonous products from a shopping centre,
1: I inhaled the Drano when like, it had the gas came out, and I put the Drano in the other day, and I thought, Oh my god! I didn't even do the chemical wash.
0: <laughs> oh, now it's all okay. I've mixed in real air with poison air. But so you are a hundred percent correct. A hundred percent correct. But those things, like I get it. Like mould sucks, right? Yeah, absolutely sucks. But I've got a solution for you, and I know that to uh, Rarely, questions for Paulie actually answers anything for you. Here, you know that. Have you seen those little magic erasers? Yeah, sort of the little sponge thing. Now, we're not allowed to use chemicals in my house because it's my wife's choice. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So we do this. Now, it's a little bit of elbow grease, but I'm telling you... They work. Absolutely
1: brilliant! It's nudes. the way to get rid of
0: everything. Seriously, and like you just—I don't know—you use one person sort to of shower, doing, and you shower, perfect.
1: Okay, because I have bought the Easy Off Bam, but I have a very unventilated bathroom, which is why I have mold. And so every time I use it, it's a hot second before I'm hallucinating and seeing the Mister Bam come off and do a dance <laughs> in front of my face. Yes,
0: what about your flatmates? They also have a poorly ventilated uh, bathroom, but they've just decided, you know who'll do it? Rachel. They
1: also have a kitchen where the lights go out, but you know who'll do it? Rachel will do it. Come on. Rachel will go and get the ladder. Rachel will get up on it.
0: I'm tipping this is the year of the move out. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> I, I understand, though, SK's sort of thing with not wanting to use chemicals. It, look,
0: and it's a little over the top.
1: It is a little over the top, but at the same time, the issue that I have with the no chemical is it has such a lot of limitations. No,
0: oh, well, There's a reason that sort of, uh, you know, a nuclear bomb <laughs> often <laughs> gets a better result than a cap gun.
1: I can't tell you the elbow grease and the bottles of white vinegar. I was going to
0: say, vinegar <laughs> cures everything my ass, My I, ass. I
1: have been up there... these stubborn grass stains just scrubbing those walls with vinegar and I get that this is supposed to work, but I feel like all of those at-home bloggers who are like, "Here's the natural way to clean your oven," I just wonder if it's all theory. Yeah. Nobody's actually put any of this stuff in the, into or, practice.
0: Or you're such a clean freak that you clean your oven every week. Yes, yeah, so vinegar will get it off. The very small amount.
1: Yeah, exactly. Okay, so erases. I believe that is the very first answer for Rachel that has happened in the questions. Thank you. Thank you. Thank
0: there. you very. Thanks for coming.
1: Secondly. When you're eating paleo food, oh, God.
0: Yes.
1: <laughs> I had a situation the other day where I got a paleo yogurt. Now, there's no dairy, there's no gluten. Essentially, it was made of coconut. I had a moment sort of in the first couple of bites of the yogurt where I was unsure whether the yogurt was off or it was supposed to taste like that. Oh. With some of these paleo, natural, organic, macrobiotic foods, mm. because they're at their most natural and mm. they haven't had any sort of flavors or whatever, there was a little bit of a tang that if I'd been eating normal yogurt, I would have known this is a bit past the use by the date. Cultures? This is. I'm thinking, is this a cultures? However. I then pushed on Mm. and I was on that sort of Mm. precipice between, and I was about to get on a flight too, so this could have been the worst flight of all time. But I was on that precipice of like, is it, really strong-willed and committed Mm -hmm. to push through this, or is this the saddest thing ever to have a woman eating $4 off yogurt and just pushing through? Well, also,
0: there's a a more problem with the paleofication of everything.
1: Yeah. I
0: don't know that cavemen had yogurt. (laughs) (laughs) Want to stay in touch? Head to the website, paulandrache.com.au. We've rediscovered our local public pool, Rach. Uh, this summer, you know, with, with Asher taking her down, and it is so awesome to be able to sort of be the dad in the kids' pool. That's fun.
1: Yeah, that's cool.
0: It's a lot of fun. But I tell you what you do notice, though, the stranger danger vibe that oh. other parents give off if, God forbid, you're entertaining your child... In their public pool, right. So you just, you know, you're, you're mucking around with the kid the other day. My, went down with my brother's kids, and they're a bit older, so they can sort of jump on top of you, and you can throw them in the air, and, and the sort of looks that you get from other parents, like, "What are you doing?"
1: Oh, because that's where they do their splashing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well,
0: why are you in my pool? Do <laughs> yeah. it anyway. And also, you i will be honest—you're a little self-conscious for the first time going in there because you know. I've I've been doing the, the, the rash vest thing for a while, not about being fat, just about sunburn. And then I was Oh bugger, who cares? Off it goes and there you are, just mm-hmm. guts a hoy glory. hoy, walking around and just people like oh, oh it's- so well, it's a public pool.
1: And what you're going to go in there in a bloody full, like you're doing the bronze medallion yeah. at school and doing the swimming in your clothes but section. Like. But, also,
0: but also, what what do they expect in terms of privacy? Are you supposed to bring a little curtain with <laughs> and put that around? <laughs> and say, oh, I'm sorry for visually invading <laughs> yeah. your space. But I've got to say, by 2016, how have we not got to the stage where indoor pools smell and you smell of that stuff? Because that's not chlorine; that's chlorine. Plus. <laughs> for about three weeks.
1: Yeah. How
0: have we not at least come up with a ventilation system for it? And what is it about it when you first get in the, the heated pool, you go, oh, how good's is this? It's nice and relaxing. And then after a while, it just feels a bit tepid and poisonous. It's
1: sticky. And it's hard to get water
0: sticky. Yes. You know? It really
1: is. Yes. But there's something about... A warm, heated hey. pool that just makes you feel like you're swimming around in a Petri dish.
0: Sure, it's not as bad as the spa at the Ivy. <sighs> oh,
1: my God. Can you imagine?
0: Well, I can tell you that <laughs> we had our Christmas party there and I stupidly put my head underwater and I got pink eye for three days. <laughs> <Did> you? are <laughs> listening to Paul and Rach.
1: I have a message for flight attendants everywhere.
0: Ding. <laughs> That's all I have often say. I don't oh. even talk to them. Ding. And apparently just waving my hand silently on a podcast means coke, please. (laughs) I love that. Ding. Ding. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly,
1: whatever glamour existed in that job is well and truly over. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I saw a poor flight hostess, have to go and get a cloth to wipe up a baby's vomit from the aisle that her mother had done exactly that
0: Just service. Oh, come on. (laughs) You can't. No. And I thought,
1: no, 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 no. They can serve you your toasted sandwich. Yes. But they are not here.
0: To clean up for your baby. No,
1: no, no. Your baby. Not to clean up the milk that came out of your breast on the floor. Not interested. But my message to... The great flight attendants of our fair nation is that when you put a Band-Aid over your tattoo, you're not fooling <laughs> anyone.
0: <laughs> I'm with you. But I, there's, there's moments where I always don't think Australia is as conservative as sometimes they make it out to be. And I'm not talking politics. I'm just talking socially. But then you see stuff like that. Now, there are people who freak out about tattoos. In some states, police have to shave beards. Yeah. Would you really go, oh, my God, I'm sorry, don't you dare pour your coffee because (laughs) 10 years ago you decided to get the Pamela Anderson uh, stamp?
1: All it was, I've seen a couple of girls on recent flights. One had the old uh, tattoo on the wrist, the other one on the back of the neck. And I thought to myself, I wouldn't have noticed that were it not for the Band-Aid that is three-quarters of the way across. What do they
0: say? The cover-up is always what does you in.
1: This is it. It's not even obvious, and nobody would even notice. And I think to myself, you know, I mean, if you're going to put a Band-Aid on there, actually I was going to say you have to do the whole bandage around the wrist, but you don't want that look. (laughs)
0: Get the guys up on the Paul and Rage Facebook page.
1: Did you read about this guy? Not a great story. No. <laughs>
0: okay.
1: Let me let me inform you. Uh, a guy who was on the Gold Coast who apparently assaulted some women on the beach?
0: Um, no, but I'm looking forward to how this okay. gets Paul and Rach treatment. <laughs> okay.
1: The reason <laughs> that I bring this up, uh, and, and some of you may at this point in time be saying, where is the funny in this?
0: No, 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 no. <laughs> The caveat style, this is not the asterisk show. Just keep punching on.
1: Okay, the funny in this is his excuse for why he assaulted someone. Okay, what did you do? And that was that he said that a wave pushed him over and <laughs> pushed his.
0: Oh. Seriously? <laughs> Yeah. He served that up as a legal defense.
1: He served that up as his defense.
0: Can I imagine what the court's reaction was?
1: (laughs) Yeah. A wave made me do it.
0: (laughs) Want to stay in touch? Head to the website, paulandrache.com.au. What do you think of Ricky Gervais at the Golden Globes, right?
1: Love, love, loved. Mm -hmm. Love, love, loved. Everything about it. I didn't think he pushed it too far. Uh, one of my favourite jokes was this Caitlyn Jenner joke. Hilarious. In, in in 101 comedy, when you're talking about what is the perfect joke, it was just delightful. I mean, it, it didn't poke fun at the actual... I get somebody lost their life in the car crash. It didn't poke fun at the person who lost their life in the car crash. It poked fun at the subject of the joke, and I don't think it was too fun.
0: No, and you know what? I, I, the only bit I found a bit... I did find the Jeffrey Tambor thing a bit weird when he's talking about how he was playing the transsexual person. Like, oh, where does the penis go? And where does the... Oh, I missed that. It just, it just was a little bit... Old school, kind of like I don't understand what a transsexual is. But but other than that, Mm. I mean, he's there to make it uncomfortable, and that's what makes it fun for the viewer. Mm -hmm. But this rubbish, absolute rubbish, that the joke about Caitlyn Jenner was transphobic. No, it was not. Like we talked about last week about being sexist, racist, or anything else, is that okay? Just because she is a transgender person does not mean that she cannot have. The traits of any other human being that is open to criticism. Yes, that's it yeah but so often it's you can't say that because I'm a insert whatever it happens to be. Mm. Now I'm sorry, but Caitlyn Jenner was driving a car that was responsible for a car accident that did kill someone.
1: And if anybody has copped the whack to the head in that joke, it's women. He said it's done nothing for women drivers. That wasn't a transgender... That was Correct. a joke against women, which is, if anything, calling him a woman, which is pro-transgender. He's using the right pronoun? Yeah, is that what know. it is? Stuff. Label? Yeah, stuff, yeah, stuff? Word? Yeah. It, he's not being transphobic. Well, but
0: also, there is an even weirder word than transphobic, people. Have you got your pens and paper? Write this one down. Please. Dead naming. What is dead naming? That's when you offensively bring up the former name of a transgender person. So by saying Bruce Jenner, you named Caitlyn Jenner because okay. you brought up the dead name.
1: Okay, if you, <laughs> uh, seriously, this kind of shit oh. bugs me all the time because here's the deal. Caitlyn Jenner, not that long ago, was Bruce. Yes. If you accidentally say Bruce, it's not like he's been Caitlyn for 50 years. But also,
0: the only reason we know about it, a bloke called Bruce who became a woman called Caitlin, is because Bruce was famous yes. f- and was an athlete and was on television a lot. Humour is subjective mm-hmm. and as long as the humour is not persistent, nasty and about something that is completely unfair mm. about you. But the point is, if you killed somebody in a car accident, if you have a reputation for being an asshole, guess what? you're going to cop the Mel Gibson treatment. And everyone has no problem with Mel Gibson copping it, rightly so. Yep. Why not Kaylin?
1: Exactly. You need to take it. I mean, I remember when I was a vegetarian for 10 years and every single time I told somebody I didn't eat meat, I'd preface it with, I know this is f- ridiculous. You've got to be a little less sensitive.
0: When you look back on uh, your time as a vegetarian... Please. Do you think of it as a phase, just like when you were a young student <laughs> in the theatre? There was somebody who you shouldn't have loved... Named Carol. It went on to be a wonderful film.
1: I'm leaving it there.
0: <laughs> Want to stay in touch? Head to the website, paulandrache.com.au. We're
1: going to wrap it up with a uh, a five-star shout-out. And this week we're going to do UK edition. Oh! And I think we're going to do... Is U- us in
0: the voices again? We're going to do the voices. You're loving the voices. I'm you got loving. a new toy, haven't you? I
1: have uh, got a new... Does this
0: mean that this is a spoiler section? If somebody wants to move forward, they can?
1: <laughs> no. People have got to sit through the five-star shout-out because we might be five-star shout-outing to... I could dust that off. Oh, no. (laughs) Shout-outing to you. Uh, But before we get to that, I just wanted to have a quick discussion about the guy who's fathered a 1,000 kids because he has his own sperm business on Facebook. (laughs) <laughs> he's dropping that stuff for 100 bucks a pop wow. and he's they're selling like hotcakes.
0: And it's $100 a sample or $100 a tadpole?
1: Uh, $100 a sample. Wow. So he'll give you a cup of his goodness for $100 <laughs> and apparently people are racing to, to get the samples and he meet, he likes doing the business on Facebook because he didn't like the the huff and the puff of going to actual places to deposit. Now he just does it from the comfort of his own home. Well, and then
0: puts it in the little jar and posts it to you. Yeah, can you imagine anything less sanitary? Than that, or oh, what well, doesn't work? Yeah. Isn't the whole thing that within an hour of no, within, who knows? As soon as the, who knows? Who
1: knows the ins and outs? But uh, he calls it his weight. I've got. I must. I must get this right because I don't want to ruin his brand. Please. He calls it a pot of his magic potion. Oh.
0: Oh, 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 oh. Well, if that's the case. I'm a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Paul and Rach.
1: All right, it's time for five-star shout-out, UK edition.
0: Oh, hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to Brighton. Or Brixton.
1: So, thanks very much to all of the... Pe- oh, I've gone out of the accent already.
0: It's so- because you've taken it out of its natural <laughs> home. And its natural home, Rachel Colbert, its natural home is when we're doing spoilers. But you have decided to take it for a f- walk. <laughs>
1: I'm going to rename the podcast this week as Michael and Rach. Thank I'm you.
0: <laughs> <I> d- <laughs> so a big Michael's sh- moved around a bit.
1: <laughs> yes. So a big shout out to Iggy Hood from Uh-oh. the UK. I don't. I haven't got anything specific in the UK there. It just says UK, so it could be anywhere.
0: Well, welcome. I reckon he's from East Lancashireville.
1: <laughs> okay, that'll do Which it. Which is
0: part of the Lakes <laughs> District. <laughs> District. Is it lake or lakes?
1: Lakes, I think.
0: I didn't think there was a plural.
1: Why do a lot of English people not say they think like that? They say think.
0: Think. I don't know.
1: You know, there's sections of the UK, and big love to all our UK listeners. Well,
0: clearly we're hanging shit on the UK (laughs) with somebody who sent love from it, but But, anyway.
1: But you know, there's portions of (laughs) the UK. There's portions of the UK where you could be a physicist. And you'd still sound dumb because of your accent.
0: Yeah, that's true. You know, there's that's certain... That's right, but a bit racist. Well,
1: but it, it, it does, I think it does. Well, would the you north. say that,
0: would you say that about somebody from Africa?
1: Well, no, but.
0: Oh, no, what? So you could be racist <laughs> about the English person because they sound dumb. <laughs>
1: but, but the English would say that too. They, they're oh, but... all <laughs> The English would say that. They would. Then They say it about the Northies, That's I think. Che- the Chel- Northerners. Chelsea, I think.
0: It's the called. Manchester? No.
1: Ma- no, what's that one that Made in Chelsea? Oh, Made in Chelsea? Ma- Ma- yes. I don't know. My anyway.
0: getting f- worse. Okay, just... all right.
1: I'll make this really quick. So Iggy Hood from the UK said, Awesome to have Paul and Rach back. They haven't lost any of the magic from the old show, but you haven't heard this shit yet. <laughs>
0: Please, shite. <laughs> shite.
1: Good on you, Mad Rooters. It's good to be here. All right. Oh, thank uh, you,
0: buddy. We love you. Big cuddles.
1: From Wannabe Aussie in the UK, hmm. uh, we've got, hang on, I can't use my scroll bar. Uh, I stumbled across Paul and Rach a few years ago, the funniest pair on the airways. How good was Johnny X, the swinger?
0: Oh, that's very old school, <laughs> but he it? was fantastic.
1: Listen to the old older podcast when they were back on Triple M. It was well worth it. Go, Mad Rooters. Good on you, And then. And finally, a chair somewhere from the UK. I like that. Uh, his, his title is "Damn it, Flapjacks. <laughs> I, love it. I love it how Flapjacks is caught or not caught caught.
0: In. Well, they are very impressive.
1: But they, they are. Uh, Thanks to this piece of gold, every time work offers me a flapjack, I burst out laughing to many odd stares. This potty makes me homesick living in London, but love every minute of it, especially story time.
0: Hey, oh, thank you very much. But when did Flapjack become a bad thing? When work offers me some flapjacks, hmm.
1: Yeah, because every time they get... To... downward...
0: Because whenever they become a little bit flat, a little bit deflated. When no. work deflates you. No. When work has one side of it that's different than the other.
1: No, when work actually offers him some actual pancakes. No, like... I'm
0: saying, when, you know, when life gets me down. Yeah. When, life, when work gives oh. me a flapjack.
1: All <laughs> oh, right, I... do
0: think, Which office do you think of the UK? He <laughs> walks around saying, all right, who wants a parklet?
1: I thought Who they were, wants a
0: flat, Jack?
1: I thought they were offering him
0: pancakes.
1: Oh. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> Get the guys up
0: on the Paul and Rach Facebook page. Mm-hmm. All right, Rach, we'll save the English accent for oh, story time next week.
1: That is magic, honestly. I think we've overdone it this podcast. Oh, hey, 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 woo. Don't worry, listeners, we'll give it a rest. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, leave, we'll leave you the pain of having to listen to us do story time in this. Uh, what is the safe word today, P. Northerner. Northerner. Okay. Uh, this I, I'm going to have to put one in the title. I have a fear that this might not be easy to read. Okay. All right. I also have a fear of Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get new ones next week. If you're just joining the podcast, you don't care. You've yeah. never heard
0: this before. Think of it as a best of.
1: All right. <laughs> okay. The best of Paul and Rachel's story time, uh, today edition. All right. Today's story is called Northerner Fixation. Oh, wow. Along with my ear piercings and belly button piercing, I have a... Northerner piercing near my northerner. Oh! I laser my northerner too, so I'm totally northerner. Oh. Sometimes I think my hubby enjoys northering me more than he does northernering. This what is a hard. terrible word I've given you. <laughs> what
0: a terrible word! But you know what? <laughs> We've started. <laughs> All
1: right. Which doesn't bother me too much because every chick loves some quality northerner. Gavin was northernering the other night and tried a new technique we'd read about of chilling oh. his tongue and with ice cubes. A bit painful for him, but worth it for me. The sensation on my northerner was increased tenfold and the <laughs> cold made my northerner more sensitive too. It was divine and I got lost in the moment. Oh. Uh, ring so fiercely that I almost forgot he needed to breathe. <laughs> oh,
0: okay. See you next week. See
1: you next week. What is that accent? I
0: don't know, but we'll be better next week. <laughs> You're listening to Paul and Rach.